0: Welcome to Bible Bash, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. Listen and enjoy this installment of Iron Sharpening Iron as Pastor Tim answers your sincere questions. Here's Pastor Tim.
1: On this episode of Bible Bash, we will be answering the question, should we encourage women to be strong and courageous? Now, if you were to ask a question like this to a previous generation of men, all the men in the room would uh, chuckle or smirk and then we'd move on. We wouldn't treat it as if it's a serious question. Uh, But because of the effects of feminism, uh, one of the things that's happened is we've blurred all gender distinctions and we've gone to war against all gender stereotypes. And so now, uh, when you ask a question like this, this is the kind of question that's treated with... uh, undue seriousness, or it's the kind of question that we uh, really struggle to answer with because basically we reject the basic concept of masculinity at a pretty fundamental level. Now, throughout most of human history, virtues like strength and courage have always been associated with men, and if you want to read through the Bible and you're going to look up a word like courage, one of the things you're going to find is this word courage is the type of word that is constantly being used in association with men and not uh, uh, naturally used uh, in relationship to to women, uh, so when you think about what it actually means to be a man, not only is this word being used and associated with me, in association with men itself, this is a word that is tied to the very nature of what masculinity actually is in the Bible. So, if you read through First Samuel four nine, you'll see uh, that First Samuel four nine says this: "Take courage and be men." So, notice how taking courage is associated with being a man take courage and be men o philistines lest you become slaves to the hebrews as they have been to you be men and fight so notice how courage is tied to masculinity uh, but then this also happens in the new testament first corinthians 6 13 be watchful stand firm in the faith act like men be strong so notice how strength is tied to masculinity and then the woman is described as a weaker vessel because she's weaker physically and so the the, the idea of strength and the idea of courage in the bible is going to be uniquely uh, tied to men in a fairly direct way so moses charges the men of israel to be strong and take uh, uh and to have courage and to um uh, and to uh um, conquer the promised land, essentially. Uh, Moses charges Joshua to be strong and to be courageous. David charges Solomon to be strong and courageous and do all the things that the Lord commands them to do. Hezekiah commands his commanders to be uh, strong, to have courage. And as a sign of judgment on a society, courage will fail both kings and officials. Uh, so when you think about these ideas of courage and strength, they've always been associated with masculinity, uh, courage and strength. But then we're living in a time right now where... Um, We basically blurred all these gender distinctions, and then we look at these words. And then we, uh, our our basic impulse is not to understand the obvious intention behind these gender stereotypes. Our basic impulse is is going to be to look to exceptions to these rules, or to ask the question, well, isn't there some sense in which women also should be encouraged to have, uh, to to be strong and courageous also? Uh, And then that project essentially, the goal of that project is 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 if you can figure out any way in which which a woman is encouraged in the Bible to be strong and have courage, in particular like Proverbs 31 where the uh, the virtuous woman clothes herself with strength, then that means that uh, we lose the unique application of courage and strength to men and basically everyone is just told to be strong and courageous and these have uh, no unique application to men at all. So what are we to make of these things? Why, uh, when the Bible speaks to the nature of masculinity, does it single in on this virtues of courage and strength Uh, Why why does the Bible typically associate that with masculinity? And these words are used uh, in association with men. And then, you know, how how at the same time can you also have the Proverbs uh, 31 woman be described as clothing herself with strength? How do we understand these things? And we're going to talk about some of those things today. We're going to try to seek to harmonize these two um, uh, kinds of passages in a way that a past society knew how to do and now we've lost the ability to do at this point. Now, uh, in order to do this, I do want to go back uh, in time a little bit and be uh, somewhat anecdotal and to uh, maybe uh, engage in a little bit of foolishness in order to prove a basic point. Uh, Now, when I was in high school, one of the things that I did was I, I took a weightlifting class in high school and i uh basically you know in our weightlifting class we worked out several times a week and uh and i played sports in high school and and so i i knew the level of the standard level of strength that most men had at that age or most most uh, young men had at that age and i knew and i understand and am uniquely aware of the kind of strength that women have at that age as well so um when I graduated from high school, I maybe was a bit of above average strength. I was able to bench around 285 pounds. Uh, but then when I'm looking at uh, the ladies in my weightlifting class, the standard average woman in the weightlifting class who worked out several times a week with weights, <laughs> the standard girl uh, in high school was basically able to lift the bar. Now, lift bench pressing the bar is 45 pounds. And then the girls who really devoted themselves to it, they took weightlifting several years in a row, and maybe they played sports and everything else. At most, maybe they they were able to bench about uh, uh, 15 pounds on each side of the bar, which would basically get them up to about 75 pounds. Now, when you think about uh, the average standard girl benching 75 pounds of upper body strength in high school, my experience of that, and then you compare that to someone benching 285 pounds and I wasn't you know there was a lot of guys who bench way more than that okay (laughs) so that was above average but that wasn't uh, significantly high but you compare the level of strength with those two um Things and one of the things that you're going to find is that by the obvious reality, the way that the world actually works is that women are substantially weaker than men when it comes to physical strength. And no amount of Marvel movies that we can watch is going to overturn this basic fact. I mean, women are just significantly weaker than men are. And, you know, a woman can take a self-defense class all day long, and the sad reality is that if she ever comes up against... You know, terrifying man strength, she is going to be wholly uh, outmatched. <laughs> That's just the way that the world works. Now, I don't say this in, in, in a way to put women down. I'm just saying this to introduce reality into this kind of conversation. Uh, when I was benching 285 pounds, there is no way in the world that one of those girls who were benching 70 pounds would ever have even. Uh, Uh, a remote chance of of ever doing much of anything to me in terms of harming me physically, Uh, that those girls, they they didn't literally didn't stand a chance. Uh, Now, um, and, 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 you know, it wouldn't even matter if they trained themselves in martial arts for years and uh, devoted themselves to physical combat, they they were, they would lose. That's just the sad reality of the way it works. Now, there was a guy I worked at uh, worked with um, when I was younger, and uh, he he was on the short side. He was about five foot and he weighed about a hundred pounds. And he had uh, he had been in martial arts for years because his parents knew that he was small and they wanted him to be able to take care of himself. But he was in martial arts for years, and um, he had several black belts. And and you know like a. You know, uh, a young man of my age, I wanted to see, you know, how that translated it into a real kind of fight. And so, uh, you know, I, during that time I basically went up to him and tried to basically spar with him. and. You know he did his little punch and then i sidestep it and i grabbed him i picked him up on my shoulder and i slowly lowered him down to the ground but the the reality was that i was used to wrestling around with guys who were 250 pounds six foot five and he's 100 pounds and uh 100 pounds five foot tall he had no shot i mean he literally he only had a prayer of winning that in any of those girls in my weightlifting class who um were, um, you know, bench pressing 70 pounds with any man who is in reasonable shape, who takes care of himself in any reasonable way, they literally stand no chance. I mean, it would be an act of divine intervention for them to ever even remotely have a chance in physical combat. That's just the way it works. And that's why, you know, in a past generation, if I asked the question, should we encourage women to be strong and courageous, all the men would chuckle because they know that women have no prayer in a one-on-one fight. With the standard man they're just woefully outclassed they're woefully outmatched um they are smaller and they're weaker and you know weight has a lot to do with it and strength has a lot to do with it and a strength differential of 280 pound bench uh, compared to a 70 pound bench press. There's there, there's there's no hope there. Uh, God would literally have to send his angels and do a miracle for that to ever work. Now uh, now why do I say this? Well, like if we're going to ask this question, was we'll first ask this question as it relates to strength. Should women be encouraged to be strong? Well, there's a there's a very real sense in which you know every everyone. If you if you're trying to encourage a woman to be strong, any man who knows how these things actually work, who knows the strength differential between the standard woman and the standard man, every man is just going to kind of chuckle at that. Yeah, women should women be encouraged to be strong? Well, obviously not, because they're engaging in an endeavor that's doomed to fail. No matter how hard they try, they're not going to be able to compete with an average man and an average. Uh, test of physical strength why would you even remotely encourage them to do something that they are wholly unsuited and undesigned to do so when you think about something like that uh, uh, you know what do you make of that how do you how do you relate that basic brute reality with what's happening in proverbs 31 where uh, the virtuous woman clothes herself with strength well the virtuous woman is going to clothe herself with strength in comparison to her fellow females so there's a there's a type of woman who will basically, uh, you know, if, if we're going to stay within the weightlifting kind of categories and try to think through this kind of thing, there is a kind of woman who is going to clothe herself with weakness and be unable to, you know, perform the basic housekeeping kind of responsibilities that she uh, uh, is uh, responsible p- responsible to uh, perform, and will basically clothe herself in weakness, and, and instead of just being a normal fit, uh, standard girl who can bench press, maybe. 65, 70 pounds kind of thing. Uh, She's going to let her muscles atrophy. She's gonna spend a lot of time sitting on the couch and she's going to let herself go physically. And then, uh, so basically, you know, the housewifing or homemaking in of itself isn't a job that's incredibly physically demanding. But then if you turn yourself into a couch potato, then it might be that instead of having average female strength of bench pressing 60, 70 pounds or something like that, you end up, you could barely even lift the bar if that. You can, you probably can't even lift the bar because you've let yourself go to such an extent. So the virtuous woman is going to not just be filled a sloth she's going to pursue strength in comparison to a woman which may mean that you know she is you know average in terms of her physical strength but then that will allow her to be diligent with the responsibility she's given but in comparison to a man she is always going to be woefully <laughs> uh, the weaker vessel that's just the way it's going to work and so in a in an objective way compared to human adults she is going to be considered weak and you shouldn't encourage her to be strong and what you would never want to do is take women and put them in jobs that require objective adult human physical strength (laughs) if you try to do that kind of thing essentially like you're going to need three or four women to do what one man could do and maybe three or four women couldn't even do what one man could do um That's just simply the way it works. So uh, there's a sense in which when you're asking a question like this, should we encourage women to be strong and courageous? If we're just talking about the strength part, should we encourage women to be strong? Well, obviously not strong like a man strong because that would be... uh, in, you know you're dooming that woman to a failed enterprise uh, and that's just not the that's not how she's designed to be should she be strong in comparison to a uh, like a, another woman yes should she be strong in comparison to young children yes should you, she be strong in comparison to a man no uh, or even a teenage boy no <laughs> that's just the way it works like that that's no we shouldn't be encouraging them to be strong in that way and the fact that we live in a society right now that's primary way that we encourage women or praise women is we call them we we, we describe them uh, in order to build their self-esteem as strong and powerful women it's a joke i mean it's just uh, it's it's something that's just absolutely ridiculously absurd and no amount of marvel mo- movies is going to remove the absurdity of it all that's just not what women are designed to do now how does this relate to the idea of being cur- uh, of of being courageous well certainly there's a sense in which a woman um, needs uh, to basically have moral or mental strength to persevere and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. Certainly, a woman needs to have a certain degree of comp- courage in comparison to other women, but just like the idea of strength, women aren't naturally built for courage in the same sort of way, and this, this may get me in even more trouble than the last part, <laughs> Uh, women aren't uh, made for courage in the same way that a man is made for courage. They're they're not made for courage in terms of their constitution, and then they're not made for courage in terms of their um, uh, e- even even mentally like, in terms of their constitution. And this is why God uh, God's primary admonition to men is to be strong and to be courageous, because God's designed men to have strength and and design men with more courage than he's designed the standard woman. Now, you can just look at the standard um, amount of courage that is present in most men. And, and, and uh, most young men, you can just watch YouTube videos, and one of the things you're going to find is the standard young man <laughs> has significantly more courage than the standard young woman. And the, r- the reason why that's obvious is because of all the dangerous activities that the standard young man is going to engage in over and against uh, uh, the standard young woman who is much more cautious in the kind of activities that she's going to engage in. So God has designed men uniquely to have courage. And the reason why God has designed men with an abundance of courage is because God has certain roles and responsibilities for men that are better um, uh, uh, fulfilled with the use of that courage and that strength. Now, this will show up even in uh, how we train young men and and how we train young women. So if, if you think about... Uh, just standard parental advice. You know, if 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 I'm trying to train up my sons to be men, I'm going to train up my sons to have courage and to be strong. And that kind of courage and strength that I'm going to try to instill in them would be the kind of courage that would allow them to face difficult situations and dangerous situations. And and so you know, as you think about what it means to actually train a young boy. One of the things that you're going to realize is that there are certain situations that these young boys might find themselves in that, that you expect them to respond to in courage. So if, if, if uh, one of my uh, sons were to ever see someone beating up a woman, <laughs> one of the things that I would want to encourage and instill in them is a, a moral kind of responsibility to go and to face that danger and to not be afraid. But to help that girl who's in danger, I would want my sons to, to think that they have some moral responsibility to have the kind of courage needed to go into that sort of situation and to protect that woman at the risk of their own personal safety. If there is a shooter, an active shooter in a building... I would want to train my kids to, or uh, my my uh, sons that uh, you know, once they uh, get into their teenage years, maybe not when they're five years old, <laughs> once they get into their teenage years, I would want to train them with the kind of fearlessness and the kind of courage necessary to say that if you see someone pull out a gun, all of you charge that man at the same time and he may get one of you but the rest of you are going to get him okay so with young boys with men that's the kind of thing that you're trying to instill in them this idea of facing danger of having courage and and you know for the vast majority of human history it has been the courage of men that has gone to war against the tyranny of other men <laughs> okay uh, now what i wouldn't want to encourage my daughter to do is i wouldn't want to encourage and try to instill in my daughter that same kind of impulse because she's made fundamentally different so if she sees you know a man um uh, beating up a woman I wouldn't necessarily try to encourage her in the same sort of way to go physically try to confront that man and to try to try to help that that same in that same kind of situation because uh one of the things to realize is that one strong man can can take out two women just as easily as he can take out one <laughs> she's fundamentally made in a different way I would encourage her to seek help in a different sort of way uh, if someone were to uh to, uh, you, you, you know, one of the things with my daughter, if someone were to try to kidnap her, I wouldn't encourage her to try to fend him, fend that person off. I would encourage her to first take the option, option of running. <laughs> so I wouldn't encourage her to have that kind of courage, that kind of courage or strength to stand up to physical danger. So when you think uh, – I bring all this up to essentially say – like uh when you think about the issue of courage there's certainly uh God has designed men to have courage in a different way than women now Instantaneously, when you say something like that, though, the reaction to that is going to be that, that, that isn't there situations, though, where women are responsible to have some kind of courage, right? So you're saying that you wouldn't want to train them to have courage like a man kind of courage, but don't, isn't there a, a female kind of courage that they need to have as well? Well, sure, there's a female kind of courage they should have, just like there's a female kind of strength that they have. But then if you consider the weightlifting metaphor... Uh, one of the things that you want to encourage the woman to do in her pursuit of strength is you don't want her to pursue being able to bench press 285 pounds kind of uh, strength, and you shouldn't have that expectation put on her, or she's going to ultimately be doomed to fail. Uh, you want to encourage her to pursue like a 70 pound bench press kind of strength. That's what you want her, or, or, or something around that range. Uh, so you want her to encourage that kind of strength. Uh, but then in the same way, you want to encourage her to pursue that kind of courage, meaning you want her to be uh, courageous for a woman, but you don't want her to be courageous for a man. And so you have different expectations of man courage than you do of woman courage. So just like you might expect a man to pursue significantly more strength than 70-pound bench press strength, you might also encourage a man to have significantly more courage than 70-pound bench press woman kind of uh, courage just to uh, do the metaphor as far as that goes. So certainly there are some situations in life where women are going to have to have courage and they're going to have to stand firm in the faith and they're going to have to uh, refuse to deny the Lord even if uh, they're subject to torture or martyrdom. Uh, sure that that's the that those are there's a situation where you can back a woman into a corner and she has no way out and there's no escape and you need her to be strong mentally you need her to not fall apart you need her to not deny the faith but then it's not the uh, but it's not men's job just to. Uh, throw women into the front line, into situations that require courage and uh, strength. What you want to do is, as men, men are uniquely designed to fulfill those roles, and that's why God's designed men to be leaders and women to be followers. And so certainly, if you back a woman into a corner and she, there's no escape, she's going to have to have some kind of courage. But it's men's job to take the lead and to have initiative and to have uh, much more courage than the standard woman is going to have. And then this this kind of... Uh, You know These lowered expectations for strength and courage actually show up in how a man and a woman relate to each other. So (laughs) there are times in the month where a woman is not going to have the mental fortitude and is not going to have the mental courage that a man is going to have. And so there's a kind of man who basically is going to look at a woman who doesn't have the same kind of emotional fortitude and doesn't have the same kind of emotional strength. And he's just going to look at her in some kind of harsh and unloving way and basically say to her, hey, you need a man up. That isn't a helpful response. It might be that when uh, that that man lives with his wife in an understanding way and says that she's built differently, and and that doesn't mean to give her a complete and total past to have zero courage and zero strength, but he is going to encourage her to have the kind of strength appropriate to a woman and the kind of uh, courage associated. Uh, Appropriate to a woman and he's going to make certain allowances as far as that goes and there might be plenty of times where the man looks at a woman who is having an emotional breakdown that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to him and his response to that is not just to berate her for being emotional and not having courage and not having uh, it all together but his response may be just to go give her a hug and that's the kind of thing that a good husband might do uh, but he's only going to do that if he understands that women and men are fundamentally different and 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 that God's made us in different ways. And this strength and courage that is required of a man is going to be... The expectations for strength and courage for a man are significantly higher than for a woman. So the point there is just to say, should we encourage women to be strong and courageous? Well, certainly we should encourage women to be strong and courageous. Uh, but not in the same way that a man should be encouraged to be strong and courageous. Uh, These virtues of uh, strength and courage are predominantly associated with masculinity. And we used to be able to tell the difference and make these simple, basic moral calculations. And as a result of feminism, we've lost the ability to do that anymore.
0: This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move.